0: Welcome everyone to LGA. That is Lit Gaming Arena. For all you first time listeners, this is going to be a real exciting episode with lots of news, lots of games that we didn't play, and lots of other stuff. Let's kick it off! So we'll start this out by talking about the new games being released the week of January 27th to February 2nd. This is January 29th, Mages of M- Mastrilia? Mistralia. I-, I, ca- I don't
1: know. Yeah, I don't know how that's uh, pronounced It's either.
0: coming to Switch. I think it's already on other platforms, though. Sphinx and the Cursed, Cursed Mummy to Switch. <gasps> what? Yeah, that's getting what? re-released. Yep, oh! that's coming to the it's, Switch. Wait,
2: has it been remade, or are they just...
0: It's a, I think uh, it's, it's a like re- an HD remaster. Yeah, uh, yep, <gasps> to, but to Switch only.
2: I gotta go get me a Switch. Like a play- <laughs> I love that game. Unworthy
0: coming to Switch. Genesis Alpha 1 to PS4 and Xbox. Kingdom Hearts all in one package. like Kind of like the stimulus package. That's coming to PS4. <laughs> <laughs> Ribbed
2: for your pleasure and everything.
0: <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 on PS4 and Xbox. Then you got January 30th, you have Drowning coming to Switch and Hyperride coming to Switch. January 31st, Necrosphere Deluxe to PS4 and Switch. Warbital coming to PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Bombfest coming to Xbox, Switch, and PC, which that's already on PS4. Uh <laughs> Dragon Marked for Death coming to Switch I'm actually, I pre-purchased that just the other day Tangled Deep coming to Switch Downwell coming to Switch Robotic Notes Dash Well, D-A-S-H And slash Robotic Notes Elite Otaku Set coming to Switch I'm not making any of this up <laughs> Every
1: week, every week now It's just word spaghetti
0: Earhart Tales of Broken Wings, Switch. Stray Cat Doors, Switch. Pixel Colors, Switch. So if you don't have a Switch... All those are Switch games. Hold on, it's it's a big... They're all indie games on Switch Coming, getting ported over. Are missing out. Oh, okay. uh, a lot of these are getting ported over. Some aren't brand new, but it's hard to tell. Uh, Zombie Night Terror, Switch. Halcyon 6 Starbase Commander, Switch. Uh, Bleep Bloop, Switch and PC. <laughs> oh my God. Yep, Bleep Bloop. I <laughs> hope that is what I think it is. It probably isn't, but... Kabuchel? Coming to Switch? I'm not making any of this up. Kabuchel. Ace Combat 7, coming to PC finally. Is that a new hipster drink? (laughs) And then February 1st, there is 8-Bit Hordes for PS4, Xbox, Animal Super Squad for Xbox, Wargroove, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, and PC, which I also pre-purchased that because that looks like Advanced Wars. It looks really dope. Oh, yeah. And Song of Memories, PS4 and Switch, and Thea the Awakening for Switch. That wraps that section up. That is all the games from January 27th to February. 2nd.
1: By the way, the new slang for kombucha is booch.
0: So <laughs> learn it. Get it's you drink that, Is that really? Is that a true
2: statement? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I don't have a I, lot of confidence. I mean, most of that coming I, from the way your face moved, I, I, <laughs> which our audience can't I, see. I, I wonder.
2: I one hundred percent believe that by the face and sound you just made. Yep,
1: it's called booch now. Tweet that out. <laughs> I'm gonna tweet it.
0: Kombucha is called booch. Hashtag booch. Drink my booch. So if you're not we, calling
1: it booch. You you you. That sounds you like Ain't
0: gotta snooch. What? Snoochies, boochies. Quote from my favorite Jay and Silent Bob. <laughs> it, it,
2: it sounds like an underground term for it. Like it's being prohib- prohibited
0: like back in the Yeah, in, you're going to come over here and get my,
1: get, come to my booch bar.
0: <laughs> I know a guy who was starting, he called uh, cigarettes a smacho. Well, he what? called, no wait, he called cigarettes a smotch. And then later that got bastardized into a smacho.
2: <laughs> Weird, I never heard that. <laughs> wow.
0: A okay. lot of people at West were calling it a smotch. Anyway, so how about
2: those <laughs> new games that we have played that are probably not so new? What's
0: hold on? I'll come back after I smoke a smotch. I'll be back.
2: <laughs> what have you been playing, Marcus?
0: I want everybody to say smotch real quick. It's fun. Smotch.
2: I'm not doing it. What have, have you been ever playing? had a smotch?
0: You. What have you been playing? Frost. I've been playing Smotch Smoker Five Thousand. <laughs> no uh i have been playing more mario mostly i haven't really touched anything else i do have the new resident evil resident evil remake 2 so i i'm excited to play that as soon as i get out of here you know what i'm saying guys right <laughs> i don't know what you're saying you stay up mm-hmm. all night and play that
2: i i am interested in watching it but i'm not sure i care to buy it the
0: zombies are the scariest. can
2: i just come over to your house and watch you play it is that okay can I do
0: that? No. <laughs> I I need to uh, absorb Leon's swoopy hair all for myself. Okay. Yeah, Mario. He's still he's still good. I've played a lot of him. Uh, getting all them star coins. Basically got all of them star coins. I'm so proud of you. The, the best I mean, part.
1: Your your regular coin score.
0: <laughs> okay, and this is just a new Super Mario Bros. thing, but it's. It does one thing in games that I really like and it's once you've done everything in the game, it literally pops a thing up that's like you've done everything. That (laughs)
1: would be nice if some games did that, so at least you know.
0: Yeah, and like the mushroom houses become like infinite. You can just infinitely go to them. (laughs) Nice. So you can just get whatever one-ups or whatever power-ups you need. Um, anyway. Like get
1: that tiny Mario.
0: Yeah, you can get mini Marios. All the mini Marios. So, Justin, you play anything?
1: Yeah, I've been... Uh, I've started playing more Spin Tires because that was actually kind of fun. Okay.
0: <laughs> oh, now you're humming a different tune than last
1: week. Well, I mean, I'm saying it's like a nightmare because, like, it's... You like, like the it's, pain. It's playing my... Like, if I had to be in this situation, it would be my nightmare.
0: I think you just like games that are torturous in some fashion.
1: <laughs> like... Uh, so, I, I finished all the challenges. I mean, I didn't like... You
0: should play Dark Souls. Uh, <laughs> you, might, you might like it.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. If
0: you I like torture.
1: But, no, I started... I got through all the challenges, and I started... I think I finished, like, three three of the single-player maps, and it's just... The way the trucks move is pretty accurate It for real life, really. I think my favorite thing with that game is just hooking up a winch behind my truck to another truck, and it operates in a way where you can either drag the truck or the truck drives behind you, like in formation with the winch. So instead of driving two trucks to a local, or instead of just driving one truck to a location and then having to like transfer to the other truck and drive the next one to the same location, I just drive two trucks at the same time, which is <laughs> one behind another. and. Like it's, I mean, I'll have like a log truck winched up with another log truck with like a fuel trailer behind it, so we have like this convoy going where like I never need to fuel up. It's pretty, it's pretty dumb, which that is, actually is a rare achievement in the game. It was like five percent of people that played it did that, where they just went from they they hooked up two tr- two log trucks from like where you get logs and then dropped them both off at the uh, the lumber yard. And that's like a rare achievement to do that at the same time.
0: I think that's just because nobody's playing it. It oh. <laughs> could be it too. <laughs> only, only professional truck drivers would know that. So. I, I think everybody's downloaded this game, checked it out, and stopped playing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> then there's a uh, there's another rare achievement I got that was, um, I think it was. Oh, it was using like the I I actually rolled a truck in the middle of a river <laughs> and and uh, I managed to. Bring another truck out there. I towed my truck out, and then I used the crane on the truck that I capsized and picked the logs up out of the river, and then put them back on my truck. And that was a rare achievement.
0: But it was like a that was game so rare achievement. To
1: me. <laughs> that was like the hardest thing, and that using the crane in that game is the worst part of that game.
0: So, have you done anything other than this? this- <laughs> That's, I
1: mean, as far as like Xbox and stuff, pretty much. I wanted to play some more Celeste, but like when I was going to play it, I was like, yeah, I'm too tired. I'm going to just fall asleep.
0: <laughs> got to edit this podcast.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, I did play a mobile game, uh, Seaport. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. Well, I mean, it's basically just another one of those games where it's just a time sink where you got to send ships out to go get supplies and then you just wait for them to come back and then you upgrade your buildings so that you can send more ships out. Sea of Thieves Jr. <laughs> with no piracy. <laughs> Yeah. Sea of Thieves, it's, baby. It's okay. I mean, it runs well. I mean it, it runs out it runs about as well as you expect those games to run. And it, it it doesn't actually have any ads in it. It's which is surprising. It's just more it's just screens that tell you to like buy these deals so you can get more gems and get more exclusive ships because you're paying us money, like that type of stuff. Like it has a dual currency, just like any other mobile game does have these days um other than that i played bricks and balls which is like you just shoot these balls at bricks and they break and it just shoots a stream of them and you just have to try to get them all before the each round the row of bricks lowers one level so you have to try to break them all before they hit the bottom and it's full of ads. I don't recommend this game at all.
0: So yeah, I, it didn't look great to I, me. I, the only reason... It looked th- like a shitty version of... Well, I, I played a game called DX Ball, but I guess like what Brick Breaker is the original?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're you're talking about. Yeah, this isn't like that at all. <laughs> God, and, DX Ball was so good. And it was... Yeah, I don't... The only reason I kept it installed is just so that I could say it here and then tell people not to download it because it's like... <laughs> there's an ad there's a video ad in between every single level after you play like the first like 30 levels so yeah i See, don't recommend this game
0: phone games kind of remind me of the old
1: dos games or the old like shareware freeware games you yeah. would download off off of game <laughs> there,
0: there was one i used to play though back on pc which was called highway hunter it was like i, I don't know how we had it it like came with my pc or something and it was really so cool. like spy hunter Kind of you're a car it's it's I mean a shmup game but you're like a car and you get cool okay. power-ups and you shoot like everywhere and I, the the only reason I really like I really like is this
1: game like a scrolling game or
0: yeah like that you're on the road and okay. it's kind of always scrolling. Yeah, so
1: it is kind of like spy hunter but with guns so yeah,
0: like, like a Raiden or something but the the thing the reason this game probably sticks with me is at one point we we it was a, it was part one of three we we always knew there was three parts but at one point we wrote a letter to the developer this being years after the game and they sent us the other <laughs> they, they sent us actually just a pack of all three
1: wow that's awesome
0: yeah it was like i never got, so I anything like got that. To actually got to play all the <laughs>
1: Yeah, speaking of like those old like shareware type games, there's a game that I I got in uh, back then it was an Osco drug, like before CVS bought Osco out, and they had like that rack of like where you can buy these games and it were you're basically buying, <laughs> you're buying demo versions of the games basically. They're like super cheap. And this game was like it was like the Tron light bike type mechanics, but it was in 3D. Hmm and um so you're racing around this like 3d level going up on different platforms and stuff and and it's 3d movement so it's not just squares like how tron is and you're just trying to get other bikes to smash into your wall your wall that you make and there's different like
0: i think i played this to be honest this is sounding familiar and i have
1: no idea what the game is called and searching for it gives me nothing on google Every time I've tried to search for it, like it does I
0: keep thinking it might be called light writer, but that sounds maybe wrong.
1: Yeah. I have, I have no idea. And it was like, just like a demo version of the game. It didn't have a full, a full game. And it was like the, one of the coolest things I've ever played. <laughs> and I have no idea what it's
0: called.
2: When, when did it come out or when did you play it?
1: When I, when I, I this had to be like middle school for me,
0: mm. like, yeah, and I mean, I bet it came out like 96 or something. It was probably old at yeah. that
1: point. Yeah, I mean, yeah, being in a CVS or, a, or an Osco drug, yeah. Like, um, same thing with, like, I played a game called Tank Have you ever heard that one? No. It's, it's is it a,
0: like Pocket Tanks or Scorchers? Uh, no, it was, it was an
1: RTS game.
0: Oh, there's a blast oh. from the past. Pocket Tanks? Oh, my God. <laughs> pocket Tanks was dope.
1: <laughs> pocket Tanks is basically replaced by Worms.
2: That's what us worms, nerdy kids did
0: at lunch. We, uh, in one of my, in my web design class, we did like group, uh, what are they called team building exercises. So we had played scorched earth which was kind of the original one of those yeah and it was kind of funny because the teacher would play but he would always like lose almost instantly which i think it's just because he's a giant target like people (laughs) were like i'm gonna kill the teacher but yeah i was like eight players on that and i just remember my friend going to since he was in the web design above me he he went in and then came immediately back out i was like what the fuck happened he was like i just got blown up before i even got a turn
1: yeah this This tank tick things was it was it was an early game and it was probably one of the first games I think ever had customizable tanks, so to speak. Um, you had to build them from parts, and you're basically you played as this hand that picked up all the parts and master hand. And um, you were master. The goal was to collect these sheep, and you would put these sheep into a machine, and that would spit out parts.
0: Was this made by Team Seventeen? Was was is that why the sheep were? I have no idea, but there's
1: you just so you would collect these sheep, and then. It, the parts generator would spit out a part. You would see a list of what's coming up next. There's like different treads and then there's different engines and then there's different cannon parts. And so like the engines will have like a number of exhausts on it. So like if it has like one exhaust, you can put one um, tank piece on it. If there's like four, you can put four, etc. So in essence, you're stacking tanks. So you can have a tank that, and you can stack engines too. So you can put two engines with like four and um, you can put two engines with four and stack like eight things on top. And it's just like this ridiculously tall, like monstrous tank. The parts list is like a set, a static thing. So you, it's almost like how Tetris is where you, you see like the next few moves. So you have to kind of strategize of how you're going to build the tank so that you can destroy the enemies and prevent them from collecting the sheep to grow their army so it's it was an interesting thing way back in the day it's something i always like feel like i want to go back and play that again just because it was one of the most unique games i think i've ever played but
0: see i miss games where they didn't make a whole lot of sense you know like yeah like with this where it's just a strange thing give you tank parts yeah like
1: and that was like back in the day like where I would go to like a place like Ross and like peruse what games they had there. It's like <laughs> I bought this game for seven dollars or something like that.
0: I mean, a lot of the weird ones I played as a kid came in like the Thousand and One Game Collection yeah. and yeah. like Two Thousand One <laughs> Games, which were they you had know. like viruses
1: on them sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
0: and there were I mean a lot of the same game were levels chopped from other games yeah. and stuff. That yeah,
1: we had stuff like that too. And it's like actually, 30 like thirty renditions of Dig Dug. That type of stuff <laughs> was like the same. The same way I got into like music, like actually making music, is there's, um, it was like a $5 thing at Ross that it was like called Pro DJ. And it was like, you can build your own music in this software. So I would like beg my parents to buy me this and I bought it. It was just like, it's all pre made loops that you just organize into making a song. And it's actually a precursor to FL Studio. Interesting. It was, it's made by the Image Line, same company. And, there's no links to it on their website, but if you actually search for Pro DJ Plus Image Line on Google, you can find that page because it's cached by Google. So, like, you can you can find the page where they actually have like a little bio about that software, but you can't get to it from their website. Nice. <laughs> it's that's that old, but it was a cool thing. I mean, it's made by the exact same team, and it came out like I think a year before the first uh, Fruity Loops. So
0: Tell Studio, yeah, that's what.
1: That's 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 what got me into the doing stuff that led to the intro music to this podcast.
0: All right, and Frost, what have you been playing? All right, Frost, she's dead, Jim. Frost, what have you been playing? Talk to me, Frost, please. Oh God, I'm
1: <laughs>
0: Fuck. Well, we
1: got to move into the news then.
0: <laughs> All right, just move into the news.
1: Hey guys, we lost Frost this episode due to some technical difficulties, but she will be back next week and with an exciting announcement, so stay tuned. In the meantime, we'll finish the rest of the episode with the news, and also be sure to check us out at facebook.com slash LitGamingArena, and we are at LitGamingArena on Twitter, and also LitGamingArena on Instagram. I've been neglecting that for way too long, so we are on Instagram and active, so be sure to follow us there as well. And you can find all of this on our website, litgamingarena.com, including an invite to our Discord at chat.litgamingarena.com. So I'm going to play a promo for our friends over at Realms and Nerds, and then we'll get right back into the news. This
0: is RJ, Ash, Ray, Ray, Brandon, Brandon, Harrison, and Bronson. We host a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called Realms & Nerds. Some highlights of our show include wreaking havoc in every town we visit, blowing up hot tubs,
1: killing off fan-favorite characters, high necromancers, inappropriate
0: wedding etiquette, and every now and then, actually good storytelling. Join us in the realms of Pridea for fun fantasy adventures every week. You can find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or just about wherever you get podcasts.
1: All right, and we're back from taking a quick break, and we're going to roll right into the news here. First thing on the list, Game Freak's Giga Wrecker is coming to consoles in 2019. So Game Freak is out there making other games now.
0: Did you check out what this looks like? It looks weird. Yeah, it looks very anime, which, I mean, is fine. It just, like, I I didn't... It looked kind of like a Flash game to me a little bit.
1: Yeah, it kind of does a little bit. Um, But, I mean, given, like, Game Freak's past, I mean, it just... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I don't know if this is the same team that did uh the Timbo, Timbo, Tum, tumbo Tombo, the, the elephant game. Oh,
1: I'm not sure that the might be something to look into, game, though, because
0: I th- I think this has to be that same team specifically. I mean, I just know they're labeled, obviously, as the Pokemon company.
1: Uh, I guess the music is also composed by Shinji Hosoe. The, the music's pretty cool. It's uh, the composer for Ridge Racer and Tekken.
0: Well, that explains why I thought the music was pretty cool. <laughs> I love tucking, But yeah, it, it seemed just kind of like a Flash game, though. Like, it, it didn't look super polished by any means. But who knows? I'm not going to judge a book by its cover, I guess. Yeah,
1: Yeah, launched on early access on Steam way back in 2016, and uh, it's coming to consoles as Giga Wrecker Alt.
0: And did you happen to watch the uh, Nintendo Indie Showcase?
1: no i didn't see that
0: okay it showed some pretty cool stuff i mean it showed more of war groove which like i said earlier i pre-ordered that uh it's basically advanced wars it's not made by the same team but it's looks exactly like advanced wars but more i guess fantasy looking so that game looked really good and then they showed a game called double kick heroes which is like a rhythm game but it looks set in uh like a mad max universe like it has like visuals of this car driving and like car combat going on while you're hitting these like beats because it's kind of a drum based oh okay it looks pretty cool, though. I I don't think they had an exact date. I think it just said summer. And then there was a uh, Forager, which that game looked up your alley. It looked like just farming, collecting, and stuff. It
1: looked. That's my game.
0: <laughs> it looked really weird.
1: That's my game. And
0: I assume that's coming to other platforms. Uh, In most, which I think that's already on PC, as far as I know, is coming to Switch and uh, Steam World quest is coming as well that was shown off in that and that's the new game by the the people who make like SteamWorld world high steam world dig yeah and and this looks like an rpg but using cards okay it, it looked really good um but i don't know i've i i personally wanted just uh SteamWorld heist 2 and a steam dig 3 but i'll check this out because <laughs> That, I mean, those games both have been good, both those franchises. Yeah. So I think more in that. And then CrossCode, which is a huge RPG that's on PC, uh, which is pretty critically acclaimed is coming to Switch as well. And that was at least the ones that caught my eye. There were some in there that uh, either already on other things that they showed that didn't like super look interesting, but there, that's pretty much it. That was basically all that stuff. It's all the good
1: stuff. Okay, up next we have Japan's most downloaded Nintendo Switch games of 2018. So these are specifically the games that people are playing in Japan. And they have a list of like 30 here. I'll just do the top 10 because that's that's the most important.
0: Smash and Splatoon on that list? We'll see. All right. <laughs> uh,
1: number 10, Mario Tennis Aces. Number 9, Minecraft. Number 8, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, which is funny because Let's Go Eevee is number 13. So you think like huh. why wouldn't they just combine the two?
0: They just never have.
1: I mean it essentially <laughs> it essentially splits their like sales in two they- with the different listings.
0: They combine them usually in sales figures. Okay. They'll be like, it's sold this much combined, but they will say which one each sold individually. Okay. Which usually they, like...
1: So it's going to be Pikachu.
0: I mean, sup- that actually surprises me a little bit because I, I would like to see a breakdown stateside because when I bought my copy, which I did go with the Pikachu one, there was an overabundance of Pikachu copies and almost no EV copies. And the majority of people I know yeah. went with the EV copy, so... Well,
1: because Eevee's more versatile.
0: That was it technically that game's easier and i i think a lot of because evie can learn the, he gets a lot more moves yeah
1: the western audience cares more about utility versus the japanese audience cares oh, whatever. more. whatever <laughs> but whatever is cute and Pikachu's could he's adorable yeah but but i mean Pikachu's pikachu is pikachu And he's always going to be Pikachu. I mean, a
0: lot of people hate him just by the fact that he's the mascot of, like, the game. And they're like, oh, Eevee. Eevee." Well, I also don't like that people are like, well, Eevee can evolve into anything, but you can't evolve your Eevee. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't. can't, Just like you can't evolve your Pikachu into a Raichu, you can't evolve your Eevee into anything. just stuck
1: like that forever in the game.
0: Yeah. I I mean that. That helps because... You can dress them up with like oh, okay. hats, and so it's designed
1: stuff. around that. Because if you evolve them, then
0: they would have to make a lot of gear.
1: Let's go, Evion. The, well, and <laughs> I they don't have the
0: names. Evie has more costume options than Pikachu as well, which I think is kind of bullshit. Because he has uh, that's pretty cheap. He has stuff that makes him like have kind of like a hoodie or something that looks like a Jolteon there. or a Vaporeon. The evolutions, the, uh, <laughs> the different evolutions. As they call them but yeah that he got a lot more options and he has more like you said utility wise there's like these weird trainers that give you these weird moves and he has like a ton of evie has way more choices for those moves and pikachu gets one like from each trainer he gets he gets <laughs> one he doesn't even get a choice where evie it's like have your choice of these four yeah uh after that we had number seven
1: kirby all-star allies Number six, Octopath Traveler. Um, and I can't remember. Is Octopath Traveler, is that a third party or is that it's or is that It Nintendo? is Square Enix, but okay. it's only
0: on Switch. Oh, so it's, and, it is an exclusive. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of deal they struck with that because it's by the Bravely Default team. So, oh, okay. And obviously Bravely Default 1 and 2. are yeah. Well, Bravely Default and Bravely 2nd are both 3DS games, so
1: that makes sense. Uh, number five, Super Mario Party. Number wow. f- number four, Splatoon 2. Yeah. Number three, Overcooked 2.
0: That's...
1: Surprising. Yeah, that's up yeah. there. That's, that's, I mean, kinda, it's a good
0: game. That's just way yeah, up there.
1: The, that, especially for the Japanese. Art. I mean... They like a cook. They like they to like cook. to cook. Yeah. I mean, it makes me happy to see like a third-party... Um, especially an being, indie game. Yeah. Like a third-party indie game being that high on a list for Nintendo. I mean, it's... I mean, it's, indie it's, games all, are killing it on there. Yeah. And, I mean, a Nintendo like historically... First-party stuff always dominates their their platform.
0: Which, I mean, that's going to be these number one and number two slot, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) And seeing Overcooked 2 up that high makes me pretty happy, especially because, I mean, having played that, it's a really good-ass game. I approve of this list right here. (laughs) Way to go, Japan. (laughs) Uh, Number two, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, and number one, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate.
0: No Mario Odyssey and, like, Zelda?
1: Um, Zelda was number 11, and Odyssey was number 15. Huh. Yeah, so that's I mean, it's kind of like, surprising. And Undertale, number 12.
0: Huh. Yeah, and I, I mean, I didn't, like, I mean both Smash and Mario Kart 8 del, uh, Deluxe are good, but the only reason I guess I'm taken back is uh. You think Mario, Mario
1: Kart, would be higher?
0: Yeah, I would think Mario Odyssey would be higher than Mario Kart 8 Deluxe considering that's once again, not, not a bad game by any means, but it's technically a port.
1: Yeah. They also have a download-only game, so I'll just do the run through those real quick. Number 10, Wizard of Legend. Number 9, Minadei Kukiyami. Uh, number 8, Dragon Quest. Is, do they pronounce it X or 10?
0: 10. Okay, Dragon Quest. Or they usually say Cross. Dragon but, Quest Cross Basic but, Pack. Yeah, but I, I'm guessing it's ten. It I guess it depends on the context, but yeah. usually when there's an X and something, it's cross.
1: Dragon X Cross Basic Pack, uh, number seven, Arcade Archives versus Super Mario Bros. Number six, Futari de Nyanko Daisenso, the Daisenso. Ooh, I don't know how you pronounce that. Some of these words. <laughs> number five, Hollow Knight. Number four, Overcooked. Number three. Puyo Puyo Esports, number two Stardew Valley, and number one Human Fall Flat. Huh. So the download-only games, even Overcooked one, being up is pretty high up there.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's some of those holo, like Hollow Knight being up there is real good. I'm glad the Japanese audience is they really, apparently liking that game as well as yeah. the Western audience.
1: Oh, well, it's and it's they're they're really going to. It feels like they're becoming more accepting of indie games. Um. It seemed like indie games was, it always seemed like it was like the first party you would hear about out, out of Japan before.
0: I, I always felt indie games are a real, like may, maybe not uh, a European thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah. just like how anything related to space, there's always like, there's a the, a huge percentage of the fans of that are like Scandinavian.
0: I just thought maybe the consumption of Fanta had something to do with the indie games
1: (laughs) maybe (laughs) yeah it's funny that like everyone associates Fanta with being like a South American thing but it actually came out of Germany (laughs) that's where it was made don't you wanna All right. let's see what we have next on this list here the Darksiders Twitter account might have teased a Switch release
0: I mean, it probably is,
1: (laughs) but uh, THQ Nordic played it down
0: because I mean, dark, darksiders one and two came to Wii U. I wouldn't even doubt. I wouldn't doubt all three of those games end up on switch somehow.
1: Yeah. I don't see a future where they don't.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I mean, anything that can go to switch, I think is going to switch.
1: All right, there was some big controversial news this week that basically happened, I think, like the day after we recorded last week's episode. Machinima taking down all of their videos. I mean, they didn't take them down. They just all went private, and that's following AT&T t- buying them.
0: I but think that's... I can't see why this would happen. Yeah, it seems... Like, from I... a business standpoint, I don't know why they would well, do this.
1: I think... From what I from I, I read into this a little bit, and it looks like they would have had to since they bought Machinima, and Machinima has all this content. Um, for some reason there's a they would have legally had to go through and verify the copyright holders for each and every one of those videos. Oh Jesus! And it it just makes more business sense for them to just basically burn the bridges and just put it all. So Private. basically
0: this is just more of YouTube sucking. Yeah, basically. Oh God.
1: I don't know if it's specifically YouTube, but it's just
0: it, in general, it
1: sucks. And I know that some of, some of the content creators that originally made this stuff is, are there out there saying, Hey, um, if there's anything that you wanted to see that we've done, that was on machinima, just let us know. And we'll try to see what we can do and getting some of it back, uh, uploaded back on here. Cause I guess some of them still retain the rights to it after, um, uh, they had it on machinima but I mean we lost a lot of stuff off of that there's a lot like RB and the chief was a big thing way back in the day and that's all gone
0: I mean um, like everybody yeah a lot of the current uh, big youtubers a lot of have people started machinima there stuff. I mean
1: uh, CNNers yeah, C- uh paper bat as much was as Dunky
0: hated working with machinima <laughs> but I'm like he yeah. started there
1: uh, two best friends play I think they started there they have a lot of content there that's just gone now um, and I think that's. So I think they split up too recently, mm. something like that. Maybe I'm wrong. I I thought I read something where like it's not a good year for these guys because they split up and now they're all, all their content is gone because they're on Machinima. That sucks. Yeah. Uh,
0: real quick before I forget, uh, War Groove, as I mentioned before, it has crossplay, uh, between, obviously, Switch, Xbox, and PC, and I think theoretically it's not on ps4 probably because they won't allow crossplay but i think as soon as maybe that yeah. happens it'll be released on PS4. yeah actually I,
1: I had this on the the list for the news that we will have the crossplay between all of those at launch
0: yeah but just obviously i think since it's not launching on ps4 i think that plays into why it's not launching on ps4
1: uh, with this machinima stuff I believe it's AT&T owns this company called Otter Media, which is what owns Machinima now. And this comes in from Kotaku. Otter Media sent them a short statement. We are focused on creating new content with the Machinima team, which will be distributed on new channels to be announced in the coming months. In the meantime, the Machinima network of creator channels continues to showcase the talents of the network as part of this focus on new content, we have pivoted from distributing content on a handful of legacy operated channels. Mumbo jumbo. <laughs> this is, Means nothing to me. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're not going to talk about the fact that we just removed, uh, like, basically a legacy of the internet.
0: Not going to address it whatsoever. Yeah.
1: I mean, and it just. It's a good reminder of how uh, anything you put on the internet can just disappear one day. So you can't. Always depend on those cloud platforms, which is why I always have a local backup <laughs> of everything I do, which means I have a lot of hard drives. Way too many. <laughs> way too many hard drives. And oddly enough, not enough. Not enough hard drives. I feel like I need like a server just for my games on 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 the consoles. <laughs> can't install enough games on the 500 gig hard drives I put on those things.
0: You want to talk about Metro Prime?
1: Yeah, let's talk about Metroid Prime.
0: All right, uh, Retro Studios is now developing Metroid Prime Four for Nintendo Switch, so they they're are
1: starting from scratch.
0: I don't know if from scratch that they, they keep well, saying from scratch, but I bet all I mean, those assets will get recycled. Oh
1: yeah, I mean that that obvi- that's a given. I mean,
0: I mean that game. That means that game is probably not coming out this year, which really sucks for a lot of us. Though I I I'm, I'm mixed about how I feel about this because Retro Studios has previously handled the Metroid franchise. So yeah. I think they're good stepping back into that. And if they if they weren't happy with the development, I would rather once again they make sure this is the best possible game. And this being Metroid, Nintendo can't afford this to fail. Like that Metroid's been such a problematic franchise for Nintendo to get big. Yeah. It's when collectively as like a whole, Metroid has sold less than like, probably a single Mario game. Like, every Metroid game combined has sold less than a single Mario game, so that's not good. They they can't afford for this game to be bad. But reasons why I have apprehensions is Retro Studios was behind some of the bad Metroid decisions that have happened in recent past. Now, I don't know if they were behind Federation Force, but I feel like they were, or at least the same director was, but they kept wanting to make the Federation, like... No matter which part of the franchise you look at, they kept trying to make the Federation like important, and yeah. I don't, I don't want that. Me being a huge Metroid fan, what I want is, uh, I don't know why they can't just apply the uh, well, and maybe they are for all I know, but I feel they need to just apply what Breath of the Wild was to the Metroid formula. So just. You're Samus, you're a bounty hunter, you land on this planet hunting whatever big alien bounty you're after, Yeah, and you just start, in, instead of the typical Metroid thing of like, oh, your our suit got damaged, you need to re-get like, all your parts or weird <laughs> new upgrades on this alien planet, you would just start with your whole kit, so you'd have your grappling hook, your morphing ball, you'd be able to lay bombs, shoot missiles, and whatever, and then they would have, in my mind... You know how there was, like, the temples in... Well, not, like, temples, but the shrines in Breath of the Wild that gave you, like, heart upgrades or, you know, stamina upgrades? It Those would give you missile upgrades because that was always, like, a Metroid thing to be like, here's missile or bomb expansions or yeah, whatever it may be. And then maybe you get, like, better... A better blaster or like a wave beam or something, like throughout yeah. the.
1: So you start out as a badass instead of just.
0: Yeah, and then you just get more badass as time progresses. <laughs> and you would. And like I said, hey, some of it. I know when they were making Prime, the focus was the morphing ball needs to feel organic. Well, they already, I think, have that down that the morphing ball has to be in third person. And the way I picture is most of the game should be in third person. But I think for precision aiming, it would be like aiming a bow and anything else. You would kind of stand still and aim. I mean, Samus already does that in other games. Yeah, You hold one of the triggers in the other games and it forces her to... Stand still while you aim up and down. So I think that would just make it so this you'd go first person, kind of like in uh, something like uh, Metal Gear Solid or something. You know, just go first person, you aim or scan things with your scanner. Yeah, I mean that's that'd be good. That's my best thing that I could think. I think once again, just break it down like exactly like Breath of the Wild. Be like, here's four really big bosses. I mean, in Breath of the Wild, they were temples, but I mean I would just have that whole a whole huge boss you'd have to take down. And then those would chip away at something that I mean, I still would want kind of a gold statue thing like Super Metroid did that like when you defeated them, they like blew up in a way. (laughs) But I would have that in like the center of the map, and then you like kill these. Four big beast and then you get a fight get, like go under into like a weird dungeon and fight whatever fight big Gannon. bounty that you yeah like whatever <laughs> big bounty you're hunting this time maybe bring mother brain back I mean or whatever I, I just think that would be the absolute best way to build it but that's probably not what they're considering this is prime 4 they're gonna build it like a prime game is my guess and yeah. not be like revolutionary so actually even when they unveiled that it was a prime Four, I was a little bit like disappointed yeah just slightly because i didn't prime one is really fucking good like prime one is a good game metro prime absolutely good echoes which was the second game was kind of terrible except it had a (laughs) multiplayer thing and that was like i enjoyed the multiplayer in that just because rolling around as a morphing ball and blowing each other up was more fun than it should have been but then three corruption didn't really do it for me Just, I mean, the whole Dark Samus and that story arc stuff was never good, in my opinion. And Metroid was better when it didn't really have a story. It was just like, you're Samus, you're a bounty hunter, I guess. Uh, That doesn't really make like, you're a weird space bounty hunter. It doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And I think that them shoe hoarding story stuff of like, yeah, Ridley killed your parents was kind of like, okay. It's like, I don't know how weird space pterodactyl killed my parents, but all right is just better when it was a loose story yeah like like all things it holds the less they tell you the more mystique it has and the more you can kind of extrapolate and just think of your own stuff
1: yeah sometimes I hate it when they like have to explain everything
0: well i mean other m did a really dumb thing with samus where for some reason the federation commander what i can't remember his dumb name but they had to like like samus always had her like her suit was always superpower but she needed to get like clearance to use super like some weapons on her suit which makes no fucking sense (laughs) so samus essentially had to ask a man to let her use stuff and it's like so one of the most badass female characters in gaming had to ask a man to do something it's fucking bullshit
1: you're a real feminist feminist over there
0: <laughs> i just, it made me real mad so. yeah that
1: is kind of a dumb premise
0: It's like I, I, Samus, just being a badass bounty hunter that doesn't give a shit. It's that's that's what's cool about her.
1: That's like Master Chief asking Cortana for permission to do something, like,
0: yeah. And I mean, (laughs) Master Chief and Samus obviously have a whole bunch of parallels because, like, Master Chief is being a Spartan is like a genetically modified human to be like gigantic and everything and have a super power armored suit. And like, Samus, same thing, like, she's gigantic. She's stronger than a regular human, but more so her DNA has been messed with by the Chozo. So, yeah, she's like kind of subhuman, which explains the morphing ball, I guess, because that was a Chozo tech. But yeah, yeah, she is kind of messed up and obviously like a super strong, superhuman, gigantic, like she would have to be like almost seven feet tall, if not taller. Jesus Christ. I I mean, she's designed after Sigourney Weaver, so she's got to be tall. Yeah, yeah anyways well that that uh on the topic though of metro prime 4 supposedly the metroid prime trilogy is like that this has been rumored for a while but supposedly it's getting ported to the switch and supposedly it's already been done which wouldn't surprise me but i'm guessing they're delaying its release to be more opportunistic to hype up metro prime 4
1: oh yeah that would make sense
0: Yeah, and I I have zero doubts that it's already done because that trilogy did get ported to Wii U, so... It's just waiting in the warehouse. But they don't have to do much to get that on Switch.
1: Is that about it for Metroid?
0: And one last thing.
1: (laughs) One more thing.
0: I wouldn't doubt if they have a few other Metroid projects in the works because supposedly that's true as well. And I wouldn't doubt it that uh, Mercury Stream that did uh, Metroid... Samus Returns for the 3DS. I bet they're working on something for Switch. And I know that studio wanted to do, they wanted to do Fusion and that they wanted to rebuild Metroid Fusion. And Nintendo put them and in, instead tasked them with rebuilding Metroid 2. Oh, okay. So either they're making Metroid Fusion right now is a possibility, or they are working on a new 2D entry in the Metroid franchise which I could go for either.
1: Who knows? We'll if find out.
0: If it's Super Metroid remake, I I could go for that. I, I honestly want them to rebuild all the Metroids in the style they used for Samus Returns, but that's just my opinion. All right. Well,
1: moving on to the next subject. No, we can't. I have
0: more Metroid <laughs> stuff. Now.
1: All right. Moving on to the next subject. Uh, unless Marcus has more Metroid stuff. I I do not. <laughs>
0: Oh, I do have one last little thing. And this is not exactly Metroid related. It's another news topic, but uh Axiom Verge is going to be Epic Game Store's next freebie, and that's I mean, it's as Metroid as you get. So Yeah. Yeah, this just says that is that free that in. starting
1: this week or is it already free or is it
0: It's the next one. Uh let me see. Uh I think it's free as of February.
1: Oh, right. Okay. So it starts in February.
0: So, yeah, I think it's next week's. Okay, cool. But I just figured I'd drop that now because that information got out.
1: Got to go add that to my list. I still haven't added the last one to my list. I got to do that before it's gone.
0: I keep forgetting. So Fe- February 7th is okay. the date. So so
1: it's it goes free when the last one is no longer free. Yeah.
0: So you still have time, but figure I would drop that in just because that's information's out there and it's Metroid related.
1: <laughs> well... People are starting to find that PUBG and Fortnite are having issues on the Switch for shooting guns. Reportedly, guns are firing slower on the 30 FPS Switch.
0: That seems really weird because I, I don't know what kind of weird coding yeah. thing makes it so. Well, firing rates are attached to frame rates. I have a
1: little. I have a little snippet here, but it is happening both on PUBG and on Fortnite. Um, I had different articles for each one. Uh so Digital Foundry did a little test and Digital Foundry is known for just doing crazy teardowns of games and performance of games with hardware um on YouTube and they did a test with uh playing the game at 30 FPS, 60 and 300. They discovered that guns fire approximately 5.24% slower at 30 FPS than after 60 FPS. Then between 60 and 300, the difference was like fractional. So basically people with like really good PCs won't see a difference between 60 and upwards. Um, but people with playing at 30 FPS are having a l- little, they're at a bit of a disadvantage apparently. <laughs> uh, according the, to them, the running theory or one of the running theories is that since Fortnite uses Unreal Engine 4 in Unreal Engine links gunfire to frame output. That could be one of the reasons. uh, Yeah, that would make sense. (laughs) So since those two are synced together, someone running on a lower frame rate could theoretically shoot less. A spokesperson for Epic Games has already been saying that they're aware of the issue and they're working on a fix, but they did not go into detail. But that's all I had for that subject. That's kind of a crazy thing, and nobody really was saying anything about it until it kind of blew up on YouTube, I guess, because uh, for uh PUBG it was some other YouTuber ran a different test and w- found out that it was the same same thing happening for PUBG.
0: Well next do you want to talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey? No. No? No. <laughs> oh come on. Yeah,
1: let's talk about Assassin's Creed Odyssey.
0: Alright, all the controversy surrounding Assassin's Creed Odyssey that it's the DLC forced you into a heterosexual relationship where you would have a child and uh they're changing that because obviously a lot of controversy surrounding that and if you played the game being uh obviously lgbtq or if you you know if you if you were even like trying to role play in general uh so smart move i guess changing it they did release an apology and now it makes you you can it has a different dialogue choice and they also changed the name of the trophy oh, okay and associations to that so good yeah. on them i mean like i said i, I As much as it shouldn't have been in the game in the first place, I still... Ubisoft is, like, the quickest to fix games, like, involving, feed like, customer feedback. They're strangely super good about that stuff.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Instead of just ignoring people, (laughs) like some games do. They
0: are on top of it, so... I I don't know if that... I don't think that patch is up yet, but it's coming, because... This article's from a day ago and uh it, it in the article it says that update's not out, but it says it's coming, so it'll be there soon. Which is good. I haven't I haven't played that DLC yet, so
1: <laughs> so now you get a get to play it fresh when it comes out. I'll have
0: choices. You'll have the choices. Uh are
1: you into esports at all?
0: Not really, but
1: <laughs> have you heard of are you into farming esports? I could be. <laughs> So there's going to be an eSports league for farming simulator, and they've basically announced that there's gonna be like a two hundred and fifty thousand euros invested into
0: it. I'd be more interested if this was stardew Valley right <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that makes sense being I guess in Europe and all that
1: yeah two hundred fifty thousand euro pro league um it's gonna be in a three v three competition in a new game mode so. <laughs> Three farmers get to duke it out in Farming Simulator.
0: See, I like that this is it's something different entering the esports space. So I I yeah. always like that.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm all for that. I think it's kind of a cool idea. I mean, and if people get into it and make it big, then I think that's good for everybody. <laughs> I mean, legitimizing esports is kind of a big deal to me, even though I'm not an esports player by any means. But that's always been a thing that I've wanted to see happen. And, I mean, obviously, esports are pretty big these days. I mean, so, like, you go down to Vegas and, like, plastered on the side of the Luxor is, like, a gigantic thing that says, like, esports arena. Like, they're building million-dollar esports arenas in the hotels. I was
0: going to say, don't they have three or four really big ones? So Yeah. yeah, One
1: of them's at the Luxor, and I think one of them's, like, in the MGM where they, like, used to do some UFC stuff and now it's like an esports arena
0: they're on top of trending
1: stuff so yeah I mean so I mean if it's that big in Vegas it's bound to get that big everywhere else and I mean and honestly them hopping on top of it in Vegas like basically just ensures that the big worldwide stuff is going to be there Um, I mean looking at like UFC UFC is a global thing and that's where they do the big ones is right in Vegas
0: the U not Universal in UFC. It's uh, Ultimate.
1: Oh, I know, but it is. <laughs> no, I was just joking. <laughs> it is.
0: <laughs> damn it.
1: Universal Fighting League. <laughs> in Universal Studios. Maybe. No.
0: <laughs> Can I talk about Jump Force?
1: Yeah, go ahead. Talk about Jump Force.
0: All right. Jump Force is getting... They announced some new characters coming to it. Uh, Daya from dragon quest manga is joining the cast so the current lineup for this game this is pretty big there's naruto sasuke kakashi hatake gara and kaguya otsuki i can't say her last name (laughs) kagura (laughs) and then there is goku ssgss goku frieza golden frieza vegeta ssgss vegeta piccolo cell and trunks there is Luffy, Zoro, Sanji, Blackbeard, Sabo, and Boa. There is Ichigo, Rukia, Aizen, and Renji from Bleach. Uh, there is Gon, Ahsoka, Killua, and Kura Pika from Hunter X Hunter or Hunter Cross Hunter. I, I don't, I never know with that one. Yugimoto Moto from Yu-Gi-Oh. He's there. Uh, Pegasus, Seiya, and Dragon. Shiryu from Saint Seiya. Uh, Ryo from City Hunter. Kenshiro from Fist of the North Star. Kenshin Hamura and Makoto Shishio from Moroni from Kenshin. Asta from Black Clover. Uh, Izuku Deku Midoriya from My Hero Academia, which I really hope they add All Might and some other characters from that. <laughs> but uh, Boruto from Boruto Naruto Next Generation. Is there going to be old Naruto? <laughs> and Daya old naruto <laughs> i mean i don't i don't think so because i think it's young naruto but i mean naruto's in it so but i think it's i don't think it's not, i guess not young naruto but i think it's shipping naruto um and not the uh old naruto but there's quite a bit of characters and then light and Ryuk uh from death note are also in it but not as playable characters i think they're the boss of the game
1: okay well that would make sense (laughs) yeah
0: so that and i mean there's also going to be a season pass it looks like so
1: i didn't hear saitama in that list they just (laughs) not add saitama because that's the final boss he would would automatically win every single fight
0: well he's that's not uh shonen though
1: oh that's right
0: yeah i was like there are a few that should be in this, but haven't been announced yet, and I don't know if maybe they'll be in the season pass, or I don't know, we're getting kind of close to the release date of this in February, but uh, yeah, there's no JoJo characters, uh, and I would think there would at least be like... At least one. Uh, yeah, I Dio mean... Dio as
1: the bad guy.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because there's always been, in the other games that I guess were Jump Force like, there were there was Joseph and... Yeah, there was Dio, Joseph, and uh, Jonathan all in that. So yeah, I don't, I, I have no idea if they're adding those, or I, I think it would be problematic if they didn't. I also kind of find it weird that there's Yugi Moto, but there's not like other Yu-Gi-Oh characters, and same with once again, I there's like Deku, but why are there no other My Hero Academia characters? Like there should be All Might, and uh, so I mean some of the other characters from that. Bakugo, he should be in there. Lita, yeah. Lita, maybe. That's
1: all you had for Jump Force?
0: That's all I had for Jump Force, but also I'll say uh Dragon Ball Fighters or Fighter Z, however you want to say it. Uh they <laughs> they are adding uh well, rumored that the another DLC character being added is gonna be Jiren, which I mean that makes a lot of sense.
1: Up next is YouTuber H Bomber Guys' Donkey Kong 64 marathon raised over $340,000 for trans youth in the UK. Uh, essentially, he wanted to raise money for this charity by streaming gameplay of Donkey Kong 64. And he wanted to do the 101% completion, which he says eluded him since childhood.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's hard. I've done it.
1: His initial goal was about three thousand dollars. Uh within forty hours he pulled in two hundred thousand.
0: See, and you wanna know what the worst part about that game is? I don't know if you played it. I played a little bit of it. There's colored bananas and you need to be the character to get the the certain oh, colored yeah. banana I remember. That. And this wouldn't be problematic if you could, like, I don't know, use the D pad or one of the buttons to switch characters like on the fly. Which I yeah. know, obviously, on the 64, like that was probably not had a to concept. play the whole
1: level as that character, right?
0: Yeah, if you had to jump in these barrels to switch characters. Oh, that's right. Okay. So and they were located at certain places, so you'd have to backtrack really far to yeah. switch characters to I get these that. certain colored bananas. I remember that.
1: That's those were dark times.
0: Yeah, so it, it, like art, I feel that was part of artificially bloating games, and I always felt if they, oh, yeah. if they ever, I, I always thought if they ever made uh, this game on like the 3ds or something, they would need to just make like a hot swap button, and it would probably be a decent game. Because I mean, I loved that game at the time, but it's like unplayable these days. So I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised this person was streaming it, but yeah,
1: and I don't know. It does none of the articles I found on this said whether he actually did hundred percent or 101 percent it or not but he Still did also <laughs> but he, he, he did i did see that he did kind of cheat on the stream a little bit where um when it came to sleeping time he actually put just set up a skeleton at the at this computer chair <laughs> and said all right skeleton crew's taking over for a bit and then he went and slept
0: <laughs> that's pretty that's pretty great
1: yeah i mean that's I've seen a couple of that guy's videos. He's another guy that does long form YouTube videos, which is like becoming more and more of a thing these days. Um, he did one on the flat earthers and it was like a 40 something minute video. And I watched the whole thing. It was well worth it. But yeah, he streamed for about 57 hours and I do. yeah, it's, that was kind of a, kind of a cool thing. I watched a little bit of it and honestly I was kind of bored watching it and wasn't, wasn't my, my, my forte, I guess, but, i watch his YouTube videos, though. Those are pretty good. During a live Overwatch victory ceremony, the winning team's trophy broke.
0: It's upsetting. <laughs> Super upsetting. It's it's such
1: non-news that I had to talk about it. <laughs> There's not a whole lot to say, but maybe... I don't know. Blizzard, come on. <laughs> you, you you got money. You can buy a better trophy.
0: I'll make it. <laughs> anyway, GameStop, they... uh. They've been canceling them. Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, PlayStation 4 Pros.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's up with that?
0: Well, you see, they didn't get as big of a shipment as they were anticipating, and they. So the online who, orders got screwed.
1: So everybody that ordered online. Is, Not
0: everybody, but a lot. Like, uh, unfortunately, it sounds like almost exclusively people on, with online orders got screwed. So it, if
1: you went into a store, you were probably fine.
0: Yeah. And that. That still kind of sucks a lot. I mean, in my opinion, what they should do is cancel all the orders and just have a mad dash the day it comes out that <laughs> just, just, like, everybody has to go buy it.
1: Kingdom Hearts Special Edition PlayStation 4 Battle Royale.
0: I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what it would turn I mean, into. I mean, people,
0: like, no matter what you do in this situation, people are getting screwed. They obviously yeah. were giving people uh, gift cards yeah. I'm in exchange, like, but I heard some people canceled, like, they sold their PlayStation 4 in exchange for this or they... Oh, Yeah, like, or they were like, this was going to be my sole PlayStation. Like, I already... Because doing this, like, just a few weeks, like, well, one week before the game launches is insane. Yeah, that is
1: really shitty, and I I wonder, like, who whose ball was dropped on the in this situation? Like, did they just not know? Like, were they not told how many they were getting? I I bet they weren't told.
0: I've heard many stories that they a lot of distribution places like even places like amazon sometimes they don't know how much their shipment's going to be especially on collector's items
1: square enix saying yeah you're going to get this much but then not doing that
0: well i would hope square it it, this becomes kind of a confusing matter because square enix at least uh with final fantasy 15 there was a big collector's edition and that got that was solely sold through square Square Enix's site, yeah, but that got like pre-ordered to oblivion, and so they were like, "Well, we didn't know it was in demand that much, so we're gonna break this up and make a second batch that will oh, release okay. later." So I would hope they would maybe do this with the PS4s, but I, I don't know that That's it's shitty, complicated.
1: Shitty, shitty. Yeah, and mm. I,
0: like I said, I, I think honestly it would have been a better strategy for GameStop to just be like, "All orders are canceled. Just you'll have to." Yeah. I, I feel then it, it gives everybody more of a fair shake, even though like some people would be like, well, I only am available at this time.
1: Yeah. Either that be or like, say we're canceling all pre-orders on this day and you can reorder them again this day.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. That's so it,
1: like it. And then it then. So anybody that ordered online can also still try to get theirs in.
0: I, I just think canceling like it. I know some people are like, well, they're canceling like the furthest ones out first but that still seems douche considering yeah. some of those pe- like people ordered that maybe not thinking like, like, oh, okay. in the in the one case, I know where somebody I know bought this, the online orders were already sold out and they went to a store and managed to get a pre-order. So yeah. in this scenario, technically their order is further out than somebody's online order. And once again, the people online orders that technically the ordered, screwed. yeah, that ordered technically before them are getting screwed. Yeah. And that seems kind of like bullshit to me. Yeah. But I know obviously the ones that are pre-ordered in-store are coming out from units that that store was already getting allocated.
1: But at the same time, GameStop probably is siding with the people coming into the stores because they are first and foremost a a brick-and-mortar store. Yeah. So, I mean, that legitimizes the brick-and-mortar business as opposed to just being strictly online.
0: Yeah, but th- this, okay, and this is another problem I have with this, The which, once again, maybe this being another reason why they didn't cancel the in-store orders. For online, you could pre-order, I think, with a $50 minimum. Okay. In-store, you had to pay the whole thing up front.
1: Yeah. I almost wonder, like, if in the future, like, with GameStop being in the position they're in, where they just be, like, use what, I mean, they still, they, obviously, they're still able to leverage, like, pre-order bonuses, so I almost wonder like if they just be like hey you're you can only get like a special edition leverage leverage it to where you can only get a pre a pre-order edition of the game at GameStop in a brick and mortar store and not online <laughs> like I'm, just force people to go to the store and not buy online.
0: <laughs> to be honest that's how I would do it but I know that would screw some people in like Yeah. I mean you look at us in Montana there's obviously tons of small towns around here that don't yeah. have a GameStop for miles so Ordering yeah, online, is online is obviously
1: the only way to go. You have the UPS driver come directly to your house. <laughs> Someone else is paid to make make that drive.
0: But like I said, I mean, if, if I was the CEO legit, I would just be like blanketing, cancel all pre-orders. We are re-upping it for pre-orders on this day yeah. right now and going through an official stock count. Yeah. And just send out... Cancel everybody's, send out emails to every single person, get the word out, and then reopen it like two, three days yeah, before I, the game launches.
1: I definitely feel for all those people that got their pre-order canceled because I too have had woes with or pre-ordering a console online and having shit done to me.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Um. Yeah, I ordered a Xbox One X, uh, the Scorpio edition, because... I, I said I wasn't going to buy an Xbox One X unless they like had the Scorpio branding on it. And then they basically <laughs> announced, yeah, we're going to do a special edition of the Xbox One X Scorpio edition. So I'm <laughs> like, yep, yeah, I'm buying that. So I gave everybody what they wanted. I, I pre-ordered that at Target and they did some funky things with the billing where instead of just taking the money and keeping it, they just put holds on my account. And then they would... Um, they would cancel the hold and then reinstate the hold.
0: That's what Best Buy does as well.
1: Yeah. And then it would cancel the hold again and re-up. Up. So in my mind, looking at the bank and saying, well, I have this much money. And then like the week where I have like a million bills coming out, like the mor- <laughs> mortgage and oh, a whole bunch of stuff just comes out like on the same week where it's like, I'm poor for a week. So, but I'm like, I see, I see my bank account and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm fine. And then that and then was I'm that not happened to be like the week that they canceled the hold and then re- tried to redo the hold again after I paid all my bills.
0: <laughs> I know this happened uh, at Best Buy though, but with somebody I knew with the switch, yeah. they, they still managed to get a switch that day, but their pre-order got canceled because the taking out money and putting it back in.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, they, they so they canceled it and I emailed support and they didn't do anything. I tried calling them and they were like, yeah, sorry, it's sold out. I'm like, yeah, but you canceled my pre-order. So there should be one available for you. <laughs> you should, I mean, this have is the one in stock. Like this is your bad. This happened because of your system, the way your system works. And they're like, oh, well, we can give you this ticket number, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't, they didn't do anything for me. And then the day the Xbox one X came out or the Scorpio edition came out, um, I went onto Amazon and i found the scorpio edition there and i bought it on amazon so fuck you target
0: (laughs) and i mean i guess for any of our listeners that uh maybe are pre-ordering stuff from those places my only recommendation is just maybe putting it on a credit card or doing it through paypal because then any hold they put on your money won't be from your actual money it'll be from credit
1: yeah yeah, that's good 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 advice that i should have used <laughs> yeah
0: i mean what you didn't know at the time yeah,
1: or <laughs> even buying it on amazon yeah just stick with amazon works too don't go anywhere else i except-
0: mean i <laughs> love that amazon doesn't take the money out of your account until like the day of so i also like that or
1: even if you are in a state where you don't know where you're not you don't know if you'll have the money then but it's like oh i have the money now so i'll buy it now just transfer the money to amazon and then buy it with your Amazon credit.
0: Yeah, that's also a way to do it. So you get like
1: not that I'm trying to recommend irresponsible spending, but like if you actually link your bank account with Amazon, you can transfer money to Amazon and get like a I I think it's like a two percent bonus Hmm. on what you transfer to Amazon.
0: That might be something I take. (laughs) <laughs> and Sometimes
1: they'll do deals on it where like if you transfer a certain amount today, they'll give you like an extra 10%. So it's like... It's I'll a-
0: need something to adjust after I lose my GCU at... <laughs> At best buy yeah some way to, that
1: disappear- to game the system <laughs> when that when that goes away someday
0: i mean it's technically already gone except that i have it till october since oh. i'm like grandfathered in from when i signed up since it, you signed up for two years
1: well i mean that's pretty much all i had it all, all i had to say about uh, the console stuff <laughs> what about you you want to talk about atlas not really <laughs> i don't know it was, i think it's funny because it, i mean this happened right re- another thing that happened right after we recorded last week um but some hackers gained access to an admin account and uh they just started spawning a bunch of planes tanks and whales (laughs) in the game and then they fixed it and then within like a day or two it happened again
0: oh jesus so this game's having a lot of problems (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> it is, which is really unfortunate.
0: I kind of um, wish I was playing it just to see all these things happening. Yeah,
1: that would have been a hilarious thing to see happen live. I loved rock, uh, rock, paper, shotguns right up on this. Their first sentence here. Pirates have once again proven themselves incapable of civil behavior as salty early access survival sandbox. Atlas has been hit by a nerd duels, wells, dropping terrible whales and other oddities all over the world for the second time in a week. <laughs> So, yeah, it happened on Thursday, which is I think it happened like after right at during or right after we recorded the podcast last last week. And then then it happened again over the weekend. <laughs> it's uh, I don't know how they gained access to the admin account, but makes for makes for some good laughs.
0: Some funny news.
1: Funny news.
0: Speaking of funny news, <laughs> Resident Evil is uh probably making a Netflix series. It says Yeah, I Resident mean, Evil Netflix series in development. I guess that's loosely game related, but hopefully it's good. I hope so. But yeah. you never know. I hope it's actually scary cuz obviously yeah. the movies are kind of more actiony and Yeah,
1: or and more CGI. Yeah, so <laughs> I have hopes in other pirate news, Sea of Thieves is unexpectedly becoming one of twitch's biggest games thanks to um, a twitch streamer we mentioned last week who i already forgot the name of because i don't watch these crazy giant twitch streamers summit something all right well so this streamer is playing sea of thieves the way technically it could be meant to be played Um, the developers aren't too enthused about it but (laughs) he's not playing nice and i mean pirates didn't Ever play nice?
0: Yeah, that's like so.
1: Yeah, I know. But people are having a good time watching him being an asshole. So I mean, I think this is what that game needs.
0: I mean, it's drumming up hype around it. I bet more people are playing it because yeah. of
1: this. One well, plus, it's on Game Pass. I mean, it's it's relatively cheap to get into the play if you want. Yeah, so. I,
0: I mean, that's arguably that's part of why Fortnite's on the map. Yeah, being free to play. Free to play and I mean, just Which we having other
1: relevant news about Twitch, <laughs> having Later. some
0: Twitch streamer around
1: it. Yeah, someone that's big, giving them essentially free publicity.
0: I'm, I mean, Epic firmly believes in influencers. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we talked about how they want to have like developers paying out to influencers like influencers would make a portion of the profits it, using like a code. yeah. So, they, um, so obviously, Epic realizes that influencers are what put Fortnite on the map and probably what keeps it relevant.
1: Yeah, I yeah on that influencer stuff, they Epic is really going all in on supporting influencers and have they they they're trying to set up like this program where they, um, yeah, they want to have a split where developers might choose to pay a higher percentage. Uh, like 20% of their uh, basically sales just for influencers. Um, I mean, that's a huge percentage, but at the same time, if you get a big Twitch streamer on board with that, you're going to make that money back in zero time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just worried about that system getting abused, but yeah, we'll see. I mean, I just can see that get going horribly wrong, but who knows? Influencers clearly impacted Fortnite. So it, it could make a small game. No, I mean, part of it, I think of PewDiePie, arguably, or other, yeah. other people like PewDiePie, like Markiplier and all them playing tons of horror games that arguably responsible for rebooting like the entire horror game franchise, like all those games, because nobody would know like... I, the one I think of the most is probably Amnesia. Like, probably nobody would have heard of that game or played that game if it wasn't for streamers and people getting other people having a sick obsession or voyeuristic approach to wanting to watch pe- other yeah. people get scared playing something yeah
1: and i mean and even on this article there are some people that have already been using uh sea of thieves as their primary streaming game and now they're kind of worried that other bigger names are just gonna like take up all the viewers <laughs> like <laughs> um so their guy hero of oak vale, is saying that like he's he's afraid that These guys were going to sponge up the potential viewers because they're going to just ride the waves and go with what's popular. And then, I mean, it's it goes to the same thing where Will Smith starting a YouTube channel. He's just going to be super popular because he's already popular.
0: Yeah, those are, once again, I I foresee some of that stuff getting abused because of things like that.
1: But yeah, and, and related to streaming... Kingdom Hearts 3 is warning people about making commercial live streams and music streams and obviously one of them is not kosher I mean streaming the music from the game for people to listen to is a big no-no already um, but it's unclear like it's un- they haven't really actually said what they view uh, as commercial streams to be other than the music.
0: I mean, I don't see a value really in streaming or watching a stream of a game that is so story, like the story is very important too, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, I but mean, I get that. I guess some people can't buy the game and maybe yeah. still want to experience it, but, but at
1: the same time, like in, in today's climate of everybody streaming video games, like who are they to say, no, you can't stream ours.
0: Yeah, I, I get that. I just, like I said, I, I, i just, from the outside of this, I go, I don't know why you would <laughs> watch a game that is so heavily yeah. story-based when, I mean, cause if you, if you watch it is all, you've essentially devalued the purpose of ever playing it.
1: Yeah. I, I can see that. Or at
0: least you devalued some of it, like, or ever purchasing it and playing it.
1: Yeah. But I mean, like to a degree, like I'm somewhat interested in the story. But I have zero interest in ever playing a Kingdom Hearts game. I played yeah, maybe. Yeah, but half would you?
0: Of, how interested would you be in watching a Kingdom Hearts game?
1: I mean, I have watched most of one. <laughs> um,
0: I, I I don't think you care enough. I don't. But yeah. So, it, like I said, I don't know. This becomes a, just a, a question of certain especially rpgs rpgs are granted granted kingdom hearts a little is a little bit more action focused but like thinking of us watching somebody play a, like a stream of a jrpg would be so boring
1: i think the most boring would be something like final fantasy
0: yeah like i mean just something of like all right watch them click attack and grind up and like all that but runescape i mean i mean who am i to decide what people are into but let's that's watch just someone play
1: runescape no no what about runescape classic Uh,
0: original wow you
1: know what's funny is that 10 boars that whole runescape classic thing coming out and they're like saying like it's runescape classic from 2012 i'm like i was playing runescape back in like 2003 (laughs) that was to me 2003 that's
0: runescape Classic.
1: 2003 2004 is runescape classic i don't know what the fuck this 2012 shit is i mean i i'm RuneScape classic, classic. <laughs> Back when you could you could pay five bucks a month to play one other section of the game. Back when there used to be coke in it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Back when there was actual cocaine in your RuneScape. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I had good times grinding mining levels, and yeah, it, that's a that's a bad game. That's a real bad game. It's just grinding the game, but people still play it, and people still like. I mean, like
0: that's it. part of that is kind of why I think. Yeah uh and especially now with the state of destiny it's like people like things that take forever and you have to grind and actually put a lot of work into I
1: don't get it i don't want to spend that much time in a game these days i want to just play the fucking game i don't
0: i mean i get it in these gear games and especially something like destiny because then when they make things that are actually hard to get when you have it yeah it feels it, good
1: i get that it's like
0: just, and i like think of wow eve
1: online The amount of hours it takes you to get anywhere in that fucking game.
0: I think of the original, like, classic WoW, where it was like it was hard to raid because 40 man raids were hard. And then doing some of the higher stuff was also super hard. So seeing somebody in, like, a tier two, tier three set or a tier, like, 2.5 set at like at the time when I was playing was so like you would stop and inspect that person and be like, and like people knew who that player was because obviously they had like super hard to get gear. Like they were like kind of famous server wise.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm just not, I mean, even back, even back then playing RuneScape, there was a, there was a point where I, I even started like looking for people would make software, that would just auto do things for you. <laughs> so you would basically get to and since this game was played in a browser, it was essentially a flash game. Um you would just download this program that would just auto click the stuff for you, so you would just get to a spot where you're gonna mine, and then turn the software on because the software wasn't advanced to, advanced enough to bring you to a location. You just had to stand in something, and It'd then it was just
0: probably play macros. Yeah,
1: it would just auto click for you and stuff until you um, either a broke your pickaxe or be ran ran out of space and then then it would end and then you would walk back to wherever your bank was and store it and then you would walk back and
0: i bet these were recycled mods and stuff people made for uh ultima online
1: yeah probably <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah and at that was the point where i started being like maybe i shouldn't play this game
0: i d- the first time i played ultima online i didn't understand like mmos like the concept of it so i didn't understand like people's bazaars that were open and i just robbed a bunch of people (laughs) i i didn't understand these were actual like other humans oh god
1: (laughs) well and that was like the
0: first game
1: and not very many games today have that concept where your stuff is the stuff you put out there in the universe is available for someone else to just take
0: that, like, that game was real like the wild west yeah it was cool
1: everything nowadays still is like i mean the only thing that comes close i think is still eve where you have stations that can be blown up by other people like nothing can be permanent in that game i don't see anything else like it these days and it's kind of a disincentive to play in some cases. Who's gonna to wanna to play a game where they put all this effort into something just to have it destroyed, except for the crazy ass wow or uh, the crazy ass Eve players. <laughs> <laughs> People that love to just lose their money. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, we mentioned cross play earlier, so we did talk about Rocket League or Brent mentioned that Rocket League is going to have uh, cross platform play with everything now. Um we didn't have very much details for it yet, but uh, coming next this next month, I believe they're saying that um, they're going to have, they're going to have features that span all the platforms. You can have cross-platform friends lists and you can um, pick and choose friends you'd like to partner up with at any time. So like there's a party system and there's other stuff that they still didn't mention. So. I'm st- I'm still hoping that they allow you to merge your different accounts into one because like I said I have stuff on PC, I have stuff on the Xbox and I have stuff on the PlayStation 4 that I would love to merge into one single like I mean, account for, for Rocket that, League.
0: Something for that's got to happen. Yeah. It's just all this is being felt out right now. Yeah.
1: So hopefully it comes. I mean, I think I'm to the cuz the the most recent platform I started playing on is the Xbox cuz so I started on the PlayStation 4 then I moved to PC and then I went to Xbox and I think I'm at the point on Xbox where I have most of the stuff that I kind of had before and maybe a little bit more, but still I think I'm missing a couple of things. I think my, the, I was I was using a hat that was a sombrero that I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that sombrero, but now there's then now the game is to the point where there's so much stuff in it that like it's harder to get those things. It's it's a lot you more customizable. Never custom- know what you're going to get. Yeah, I mean it's a lot more customizable now than when I first started playing. Like there wasn't special trails you could get when I first started, there wasn't um there wasn't the amount of paint jobs you can do. There wasn't the wheel customization wasn't as big as it is now. There's a few you could get, but like now it's like basically like Team Fortress 2 hats. Like it's like infinite. <laughs> <laughs> so Soldier Boy is back at it again. He's He's been at it <laughs> for a little while now. He's saying his next console will feature Fortnite and Epic Games says, nope. There's no way. <laughs> I don't know what this, I don't know what this guy's doing. He's still just, he's becoming a, a video game troll.
0: I don't know. I just want him to go away (laughs) i felt like i feel if he does eventually go away or get sued into oblivion i'll get my like middle school dream that's he'll finally have gone away
1: yeah i we'll see (laughs) We'll see what he does next oh god let's see yeah we mentioned axiom verge anno 1800 is getting delayed it was going to come out next month and now it's not coming out until april
0: a lot of big PC games getting delayed because didn't uh, Tropico also get delayed?
1: Yeah, and, and it's, it's ironically somewhat along the similar lines as uh, Anno. It's like an R- RTS simulator type It thing. was,
0: And I kept seeing it on release dates for January, so I had to keep dodging around it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Tropico, and then I was it's like, like, wait, oh, no. Wait, it's delayed, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, so if you're looking forward to the next installment of Anno, you're are unfortunately going to have to wait along with me because I was looking forward to Anno. I'm a big fan of Anno games. And I
0: was looking forward to Tropico. <laughs> I'm a big Tropico fan. I don't
1: I, Have they ever explained their naming convention, the Anno games? How all the digits always add up to nine. No, it's a conspiracy theory. But it's 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 not a conspiracy, though, because it's the truth. Every single one of their games adds up to nine.
0: Yeah, but I don't think they've ever addressed that. Yeah. I think that's just fans being like, hey, this is weird. But
1: they could go with, how is it that they've chosen the nine every single time? <laughs>
0: happenstance <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's too many anno games for that to <laughs> accidents man
1: <laughs> I, at this point maybe like it happened like th- maybe it happened three times in a row and ever since they're like oh eh, we'll just keep doing that they were like that's a weird thing <laughs> but it also like coincides with the year because it's like 1800 it's an old times game but like 20. 20- I, I forget what the other ones were but it's like
0: think of the numbers that I had up tonight. <laughs> it's like
1: two two oh five twenty two oh five i think that was the they're one they're
0: gonna eventually run out of combinations yeah it's gonna take a while it's but... take a while
1: gotta have a lot of games i don't know i i like those games apparently uh in this latest one um they're they're adding like more i guess they what you could say disasters uh apparently potato factories can explode you gotta have that that potato it's famine yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll play the Anno game that's just all ones. It's nine ones. <laughs>
1: but they're all only fours. There's only four, four Not digits. Not this time. <laughs> they're all ones. <laughs> Are there f- any zeros f- in there? Is it just one zero one zero?
0: It's the far far flung future. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well speaking of future is there a future where we ever see star citizen as being complete
0: no because it's not a it's, game so
1: far it's taken it's it's taken 200 million dollars to make but it's raised over 200 million so is it a pile of money if they if it costs 200 million and they've raised 200 million
0: by the time this comes out if this comes out all games will look like this game. All games will be this level of quality that they have.
1: <laughs> so there, there's a financial breakdown that revealed that they have spent $200 million or just over $193 million between 2012 and 2017 and almost $50 million was spent just in um, 2017.
0: Just on going out to lunch. <laughs> we get primo bagels here with salmon. All day every day so
1: salaries are where they're spending most of their money uh, contracted developers developer costs dropped from 14 million in 2015 to 3300 in 2017 because they brought more people on board um, this and- is
0: it's not a game they're good this is no <laughs> so in
1: 2017 the income reached almost 44 million um, though 2016 was better uh, Star Citizen article says Star Citizen is still far off, but the single player Squadron Forty Two will be ready for beta testing in the second half of 2020. So, in a year and a half, you can beta test Squadron Forty Two. Maybe <laughs> we'll see. Oh, that that's a weird that's a weird situation. Hopefully, my sixty dollars goes towards something that I spent. God damn it, Justin! That I spent six years ago. <laughs>
0: Never I, gonna get that money.
1: I contributed to this this mess. The pagan gods. I'm part of it. I'm part of the problem. Uh Fallout seventy six is not going to free to play, in case you were in case you were fooled by all the Facebook I posts, am I go free to play. <laughs> <laughs> I know some like Basically, internet trolls are, are just saying, yeah, it's going to go free to play, and people believe them. So now like, people are like upset about it. It, it won't go not-
0: free to play, but it'll come to Xbox Game Pass and probably <laughs> Xbox Games with Golds and PlayStation Plus free yeah, games. So it'll be free
1: in some form.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. It'll, uh, but, it'll do the destiny thing as a last gambit to try and like get a huge player base, and then they'll release a big expansion to it that you have to buy. Yeah,
1: yeah, that could be it too. Um, but something that is going free to play is PUBG. They are they announced a light version for PC that will be free to play.
0: Too little, too late for them. But that's <laughs> should have done my it.
1: Should have done it a long time ago.
0: Yeah, they. It's the ship sailed.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's.
0: This ship Fortnite. sailed on
1: the on the Atlas and and. Uh, <laughs> Fortnite
0: <laughs> get out of here! <laughs> I'm like Fortnite already made like uh, Epic w- have made enough money off Fortnite to make a game store. Yeah, that's
1: that's now uh, that's making Steam shit their pants.
0: Yeah, we'll see if if
1: Steam ever does anything. But yeah,
0: the Octoback Path Traveler developer trademarks HD two D. Oh uh, yeah. Which, yeah, it's just... Uh, that's kind of a weird thing to trademark, but... Okay.
1: <laughs> oh, I did I did have one more thing. I apologize. Um, this is news that I'm not happy about. Cyberpunk 2077 Head Writer has left CD Projekt Red to join Blizzard. Wow. I'm not happy about this.
0: I don't know. Um, we'll see what Blizzard's cooking up. <laughs> see, was,
1: he was director on... Um, he was creative director for The Witcher 3.
0: They're so. making uh, more Overwatch stuff. Overwatch the fighting game. <laughs> but
1: I don't know what this means for t- Cyberpunk 2077.
0: Probably nothing. I bet his, his work on Cyberpunk was done.
1: I hope so. Because that, I mean, it sucks when people leave like mid-development.
0: I, I mean, I think a lot of Cyberpunk now is probably polishing and building stuff. But I bet all like story writing and all that stuff's probably taken care of.
1: Hopefully, wrote the storytelling for the DLC because <laughs> I <laughs> okay. Hate that's a good point. Because I some I hate it when you can tell that no, not as much effort went into the DLC as opposed to the proper game, where it's like, yeah, here's some DLC and it's kind of shitty, but you're you're gonna buy it anyway. <laughs> yeah. So.
0: All right. Does that wrap it up for all the news?
1: I think that's gonna wrap it up. So.
0: All right, let's uh, end the cast here then.
1: I'm ending it right now. And I'm back recording from the studio room. Just to remind you guys that we do have a Facebook and an Instagram and a Twitter. We are Lit Gaming Arena on all three of those. So you can go find them on their respective platforms. And also, you can find links to them on our website, litgamingarena.com. And don't forget, we also have a Discord. You can go check that out at chat.litgamingarena.com. And we will have a review going up this Wednesday for Hellblade on the GG feed. So go check that out or go to the website to find it on wednesday and once again frost will be with us again next week and with that special announcement so be sure to check us out we'll see you then
2: just
0: happened uh, uh, <laughs> i thought the couch oh, broke underneath oh. you the couch just ah there's a controller up my ass it's the crazed <laughs> butt stabber <laughs> <laughs> all right can we get recording should i do an intro